Interior. A modern courtroom. A trial is ongoing, and the defendant is on the witness stand. His lawyer opens the scene. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you've heard the prosecution's case, but I will now prove this murder could not have been committed by my client, Mr. Chad Kevin Jeremy. The defendant nods, affirming his innocence. Now, it's important to remember that the coroner's report places the time of death between 10.30 and 11.30 p.m. on the evening of March 24th. Uh, Mr. Jeremy, where were you at that time? I was at home all evening. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, uh, did anyone actually see you at home? A a wife or a girlfriend? No, sir. I live alone. Uh, But you were in communication, maybe, with someone during that time? Anyone? Yes, I was. Oh, good, good. Uh, Speaking on the phone? I was texting. I see. Uh, Now, Your Honor, the defense submits Exhibit G. These are the text messages that my client sent during the time of the murder. The lawyer hands over a copy of the text to both the judge and the defendant. Now, Chad, looking at the top of this page, is this your phone number? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And now at 1024, you texted, Just got home. Thanks again for dinner. Gonna go to bed soon. And do you recognize the number that you sent that to? That's my sister's number. Great, great. Now at 1032, you sent the following to a different number. Hey, you... Thinking about you, cutie. You still up. Interesting. Uh, Now, do you recognize that number? That is a girl I met at the bar. Okay. Now, at the end of that text, you put a semicolon and a capital P. And what did that represent? It's a face, like a face I was making at the time, like I was winking but also sticking my tongue out. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. And uh, could you make that face for the jury, please? Yes, I can. The defendant makes the face of the emoticon he typed. (laughs) Not exactly the face of a man about to commit murder, is it? For the first time, the prosecution's lawyer speaks up. Your Honor, this is irrelevant. I'll allow it. Thank you, Your Honor. Now, the following texts were all sent between 10.41 and 10.51 p.m. to various female recipients. Uh, We have, you up? Hey, you. What up? You out? Another you out? Another you out? And finally, what are those big boobs of yours doing right now? Now, were those your texts? Yes, they were. That's further proof that my client was in no mood for murder. Now, at 1054, he texted, Want some? And attached the following photo. The defense submits Exhibit H, this cell phone photo. The defense lawyer holds up a blown-up selfie of the defendant, who is sitting without his pants and wearing only boxer shorts and a t-shirt, holding a banana suggestively near his crotch. Now, Chad, the banana is meant to represent... A penis. Uh Uh-huh. Whose penis? My penis. And would you say this is an accurate depiction? No, it is not. And, uh, and, And why is that? The banana is larger. I, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, the recipient of this photo, she responded at 11.01, Chad, you woke me and my fiance. Don't text me anymore. And you responded with one word spelled K-E-W-L. And uh, that just means, well, how do you pronounce that word, actually? Cool. I see. And uh, that just means. Cool. 
Right, but again, it's pronounced Kewl. And for the jury, one more time, Kewl. Now, following that, uh, following that, my client uh, sent out another series of texts. Again, each one to a different female. You up? You out? You up? You out? You out? You up? Sup? Guy casts a wide net, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, hey, I'm probably the last guy on earth you want to hear from right now, and you don't have to respond if you don't want to. Just know that you are loved. Oh, judge, uh, The judge and defense lawyer both laugh and grimace, pitying the defendant. <laughs> oh, now, in that last one, there was a colon followed by a lowercase o. Could you make that face for the jury, please? Yes, sir. He does so. <laughs> Understood. Now, uh, at 11.08, you received this text. Dear Walmart shopper, you've won a $1,000 gift card. And you responded, who dis? Followed by, you up? So I, you're, you're just kind of fishing for anything at that point, huh? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. Now, moving on, at 11.21, you sent feeling better, cutie. And uh, who was that sent to? A co-worker who was in a car accident. Oh, now, uh, did you meet up with her? No, sir. She was in a coma. It was a very bad car accident. And did you know that when you sent the texts? Yes, I did. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, no, I know. It's 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 all right. It's all right. Now, you sent her, uh, you sent her one more text that night, and would you mind reading that for the jury? You going out after? I'm having a beer near the hospital with some bros. Let me know if you want to hook up. Hee <laughs> hee. Uh, would you mind reading that last part again, please? Hee <clears> hee. <throat> yeah, I see. It's sort of a, a childlike laughter, I understand. Uh, and were you laughing like that at the time? No, sir. I guess I was just being silly, yet sexy. You know, like, hee <laughs> hee. Your Honor, none of this proves that he was at home all night. Uh, well, he was, and if these texts weren't enough to prove that, I would like to present my client's internet search history from that evening. The defense lawyer holds up a new sheet of paper containing the search history in question. I'd rather just confess to the murder. Yeah, but but you didn't you didn't do it though, did you? So could you uh, just read the read to the jury the first thing that you searched for there? <laughs> Elderly butts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the prosecution can't hear any more of this. We dropped the charges. Yeah, but I'd like to hear more. What's the next one? Very elderly butts. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Fucking God. Thank you, man. All right. Mr. Burns, while you bam. Here's a treat. While you bam. <laughs> Hello, Michaela. Hello, Tanner. Hello, Noah. Hello, y'all. <laughs> Hello, every nyan. Hello, every... I have the nyan Hello, every nyan. There it is. <laughs> give me uh, give me some applause real quick for... Uh... Oh, hang on. Yeah, we should have done that at the end of it anyway. Where's the... There it is. Yeah. That's that Oscar's applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's well, good. That's good. <laughs> that Golden Glows for Joe Coy applause while they're trying to figure out how the fuck to get him off stage. But not the Academy Award <laughs> nomination applause for Greta Gerwig or... Or Margot oh. Robbie. Hey, ladies and oh. gentlemen, it's Saturday, and you know what that means. That it's means not. it does. Yeah, yeah. No, I forgot we're doing this live, so you can tell now. It's Friday. Yes, we are. And this means it's another episode of Friday Night Horse, 
on the uh on the horse side <laughs> network the equestrian network there it, it makes me think of the old uh the old uh boxing games like fight night round two <laughs> but it's just friday night horse friday night horse. that's what they called the racing games right like the the yeah. the kentucky derby game yeah, yeah. Friday, friday night horse, night horse. yeah I, yeah, I, I bet in your second Genesis this weekend, kids. That was um, actually one of the first games I ever had on a computer. It was a nag racing game for, I think it was like MS-DOS. I know what you mean, but I don't like the term nag racing. Nag racing. <laughs> that sounds like somebody's no. sounds like somebody's wives are racing. Am I right? Hey, Excuse oh. me for a moment. Oh, God. <laughs> the reaction picture. I, uh... Jeez. Uh, I just assumed you were going to say it was probably something that Vince McMahon uh, got himself involved in a few years ago and then forced people to sign an NDA about. Oh, you know what? Let's do it. Let's just get into it. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be around tonight. With me, of course, the real host of the show, Cody Sandusky. Uh, The defendant (laughs) looks at the string of text messages on the piece of paper. (laughs) Very good. Uh, The Kaz man's here. I'm just going to lay down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> I brought back the dolphin. Don't like that dolphin right now. And double H who's actually here. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you didn't do it though. Did you? No, you no. didn't do it. I was looking up very elderly butts. Uh, let's. <laughs> That's my favorite line, by the way, in the whole thing. You, you so didn't do it because it's, it's such a Jason Sudeikis line. Like you can hear him go, "Yeah, yeah, you didn't, you didn't do it though." Did it just, you? it just says Jason Sudeikis noises. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's jump into it. Let's talk about it. So, is this just like a, like a, a teaser for tomorrow. Or? Well, no, no, because this is the part where we'll actually probably make jokes and make fun of it. Tomorrow was a very serious episode. There's no jokes. Uh, tomorrow's episode is informational. I literally go over the uh, criminal history of Vince McMahon, his steroid trial, um, the the whole uh, attitude error and the way he treated women, the initial probe that led into this, and then, of course, this and the Rita Chatterton lawsuit. So I talk about all of this on tomorrow's show, and there's no jokes. It's not a comedy bit. Um, this show is probably going to be a little bit looser because I got alcohol, but I think that... Uh, <laughs> This is such an uncomfortable thing to talk about with Vince McMahon because our natural instinct is to make jokes because that's how we right. that's how we take care of it. that's how we handle things yes that's how we rationalize things we make jokes about them we make fun of them but this is such a disgusting and disturbing case it's hard to make fun of it. Um, he's always been a disgusting piece of shit. He has always been yes. a the the thing yes. and I, and I put this in the show tomorrow. This isn't new. It's just official now or at least moving toward. Uh, it's well, allegedly official now. Well, okay, but yeah, yeah, that's important to note. That is important to note. But uh, as I put it in the show tomorrow, everyone always assumed Vince McMahon was like scummy. But the worst kind of scummy we thought he was was just as a like perverted older man who cheated on his wife. We didn't know until yesterday that it wasn't, oh, these people are signing NDAs because they had an affair with Vince McMahon. It's Vince McMahon sex trafficked them to other people within WWE headquarters. This took Vince McMahon from a scummy, like, wow, that dude's a pervert, fuck him, to, okay, this guy's a legitimate criminal and monster, allegedly. Question for you on the statement about the, the trafficking thing is the fact that we're talking about Vince McMahon. I mind you, I haven't read or unpacked this because he's a fuckbag, and I'm just hoping that he burns. 
But how many wrestlers are going to be involved on this as the ones? Uh, allegedly, at least one. One allegedly, allegedly. one. Yeah. No, oh, no one. one is just one. Na- no one just is one. named. No one is named outside right. of one. Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. John Laurinaitis. They're the only ones that are mentioned by name. Now, very specifically, yeah. or well, no, that's the problem. Very unspecifically, right. there was made mention of someone who is a former WWE and UFC heavyweight champion. That they were trying that to resign. Only be Yes, that can only be two people, and it's Cain Velasquez, who was very, very briefly involved in WWE, and much more likely and much more critically, Brock Lesnar. Well, okay, to, Lesnar to be fair, is, let me just put that to bed real quick, because it also says in the lawsuit, as because I read the lawsuit today, I read the whole thing, Yeah, um, it says that he was re-signed afterwards. Cain Velasquez did not re-sign. So no, it's right. I don't definitely know, I don't know that Velasquez was ever signed, was he? I think he was just a guest star. Uh, I don't think he was ever fully under WWE contract. That I'm not sure of. I'd have to look into that. Um, yeah, it's, um, I do. I do want to highlight real quick because I dropped the link in there, and Kaz was talking about reading about Vince McMahon. Uh, this gives a lot of insight to, to all the build up to this. I read this book last year by uh, Abraham Reisman. Uh, it's called Ringmaster: Vince McMahon and the Unmaking of America. It's a great read. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is extremely critical of him, and it really covers his life. It's basically an unauthorized biography. It covers like his youth all the way up to pretty much now. Aren't uh, they also bringing back Brock Lesnar or something at the Rumble? Allegedly. 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 A lot of um, allegedly is going on. So, Hunter, Reisman, yeah, we'll by the way. Announce it. Re- Reisman, by the way, when I was researching this story for this uh, show tomorrow, um, he was pretty I- instrumental in bringing Rita Chatterton's story out to the public. Yes. Um, yes. Rita Chatterton, a very unknown part of Vince McMahon's history. For some reason, I had never heard of it till this, but she was a ring announcer in 86. That McMahon, uh-huh. and she was the first female ring announcer, uh, referee. I'm sorry, not ring announcer, referee. She was the first referee. female referee yeah. in WWE, and McMahon allegedly raped her. She brought her story out in, I think, 1992, if I remember correctly, on the Geraldo Riviera show of all places. And McMahon mm-hmm. sued her for basically defamation of character, et cetera, et cetera. The statute of limitations was already up, so she could not sue him or, or try him right. for the rape. Um, but because of a legal loophole, not a legal loophole, but there was a, a ruling, I think it was last year or two years ago, where basically old cases could be refiled yep. uh, in a limited amount of time. But a lot of that stuff has come to it, like, we just hit the end of it. We that, hit the though. end of it, but right. she did. She refiled, and Vince McMahon settled. In time? Yep, and Vince McMahon settled out of court with her for, I think, 11.70. She was asking for $11 million. They settled for less than that. And McMahon said that he continues to deny that he ever did anything to her, but uh, his, his lawyer, Jerry McDevitt, said that they did it because they were just trying to avoid litigation. A lot, a lot yeah. of this so, man just avoiding litigation in a lot of these cases. Avoiding, avoiding. Just avoiding. And two things, two things to that. Number one, Jerry McDevitt no longer represents Vince McMahon. Uh-huh. Jerry McDevitt was a big part of the reason Vince got away with a ton of the mm-hmm. shit that he did. But the moment he retired the first time in 2022, Jerry McDevitt then basically dropped him as a client and has pretty much since retired. So yep. he will not be defending him to the best of our knowledge in any of this stuff. You know, that, um, that dude's to, hands are fucking dirty, too. You know it. Oh, Oh, yeah, no. bloody as hell. Yeah. Um, to to that end, you talking about Vince, of course, vehemently denying stuff. This from the article that I sent you guys earlier from Deadline, where we found out that that Vince 
officially also stepped down from the TKO board today. He has said since, and this is what he's saying about the, the current situation, quote, right. I stand by my prior statement that Ms. Grant's lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene, made-up instances that never occurred, and is a vindictive distortion of the truth. I intend to vigorously defend myself against these baseless accusations and look forward to clearing my name. However, out of respect for the WWE Universe, the extraordinary TKO business and its board members and shareholders, partners and constituents, and all of the employees and superstars who helped make the WWE into the global leader it is today, I have decided to resign from my executive chairmanship and the TKO board of directors effective immediately. Okay, so a couple things about that. For couple, now. Co- he can't, can't unresign. He can't undo this. Like they would have to yeah. elect him back. So a couple, a couple things about that. Um, first, it's sickening that he would thank the WWE Universe for for yes. you know whatever and it's even he did it the first time he did it the first time he did the vince mcmahon exit tour smackdown for no reason what's what's really disgusting about it to me is that and I, I i mentioned this in the show tomorrow but i don't hammer it home like i'm going to right now because tomorrow like i said tomorrow is a very serious journalistic show it is a history of vince yes. mcmahon's crimes with some commentary <laughs> um allegedly <laughs> Uh, what's disgusting though, and Asa and I talked about this because Asa and Dalton did an episode about it for Nerdiest Part of the Ring that just dropped last night. Go listen to it, obviously. Yeah. Um, the fact that Vince McMahon, his fans, the people that love wrestling, and not all of them, this isn't on yeah. wrestling fans as a whole, but a lot of wrestling fans are going to continue to like talk about him in a positive way and talk about the things he did for wrestling and the changes he made and how he was instrumental in bringing wrestling from the territory systems to a nationwide uh, spectacle. And they're going to tell you that it's important, Hunter, you and I talked about this, to separate the art from the artist. To, yeah, to, to respect the legacy, even if the guy himself wasn't great and all that kind of shit. And that's ridiculous. Cody's getting ready to throw hands right now. It's, yeah, I'm sorry, so I can see it. It's, <laughs> Cody, Cody, it's ridiculous to say that because, like, I don't care what someone has done for an industry. A monster is a monster, and that's what they should be remembered for. And wrestling fans that will continue to, to chant, thank you, Vince, when, like Asa said, when he dies, and they chant, thank you, Vince, when there's, well, they're not going to do it now. There's no way in hell WWE. He's going to put together a, a video package for him now, but I guarantee you, yeah. if they did, knowing what fans know now, they would still chant "Thank you, Vince," and it's disgusting. And uh, sports in general is filled with things like this, and you know that better than anybody. Oh yeah, it's awful. But I, I will say, th- I don't want to accuse you of being surprised, but this is an <laughs> industry and a fan base in terms of the internet wrestling community that has continued to chant the name of a man that committed double murder suicide. Yeah. Mental status in terms of 85 year old Alzheimer's patient, whatever, you know, that's been litigated to death in terms of social media and internet at large. Yeah. I think that veil's been ripped away in terms of if anybody has any decency, they wouldn't do that. So clearly the barrier is, uh, is far short of that for Vince McMahon because no one died. Obviously, everything is very heinous, and by no means should he be praised. I would hope that his name goes in the in the grave next to the person I just mentioned. But fans chanting his name would not shock me because they're willing to go so far as to ask the other person I mentioned to be put in the Hall of Fame. Right. Cass, go ahead. We were talking about this before the show, and I want to just kind of like echo Hunter, you had legitimate call out like you know it's this is beyond more pale than previous past he's out uh he would have to be voted back in but 
as I, as, like I was talking about, we live in the age of the shit given. We live in an age where shitty people get away with shitty things and not just get away with it. They capitalize on it. Politics. Possible next president. Um, that they are fucking rewarded for shit. So as long as they play the game and they, they, they take a right turn and a left turn when they need and wait long enough and use PR long enough, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly becomes they can just wipe it away or or pay for it away and then it becomes oh well you remember that last time it happened and then we're on the third fucking time between i mean all it takes is a revenue drop so three three things and i'm probably miscounting because i'm already a little tipsy from this but um what you said about the the monetary thing my fear out of this I have no doubt that Vince McMahon is canceled. He's done. Like I'm, I'm serious. Vince McMahon is done. He is. I fucking hope. His, 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 for it. His legacy is forever tarnished. This is what people will remember him for more than anything. But the problem with that is that there is probably nothing that can be done with him short of hard evidence, other than a financial loss. Vince McMahon will lose money due to the lawsuit. He just lost money to the lawsuit. This is like Donald Trump. Donald Trump loses money to lawsuits he all the time. He just lost eighty million dollars. Eighty and he million could still today. End up being the president Carroll, of the United yeah. States. Yeah, that's my point. All um, it takes, he, yeah, he's out of this, but that doesn't mean he can't be in the next thing. The McMahons are deeply, deeply fucking connected in in politics. They are, but however, you have to understand. There's a couple things you should understand. One, his wife, Linda McMahon, is not his wife. They have been separated for a very, very long time. She has nothing to do with Vince anymore, um, probably true, because true. of the things that he does. Now she that's is a she is a Republican. She's a Trump Republican, so fuck her too. She um, was on the Small Business Administration. Right. Yeah, she I, was shitty at her job. I have right. no doubt she was also probably complacent in a lot of things Vince McMahon did. Uh, really quick, you Caleb Tripp. But yes. What did I say? You said complacent. Can I, I doubt point she out was once again? About it, but she was definitely complacent. <laughs> I, I <guzzled laughs> a lot of this. That's the excuse right there. You go. So Caleb, Caleb Tripp said, uh, hello, Caleb, by the way, my good friend. If you've been accused of the same thing multiple times throughout your lifetime, I don't think they can all be baseless. And that's an important thing to note because the reason. Yep. Uh, so a quick history, quick history. And you can listen to tomorrow's episode of No Turning Back. First one in over a year to hear the full thing. But a quick history of Janelle Grant, who is the woman that, that is suing it for. It. So in 2019, both of her parents passed away. She had, she had been giving them round-the-clock uh, care. That was her job. When her parents passed away, she had no job. She lost her family home in the uh, bankruptcy of her parents, and she was like down on her luck, had nothing to go on. She lived in an apartment building, and as she was like trying to build her resume and find employment, who happened to live in the apartment building in the penthouse but Vince McMahon? So the resident manager reached out to Vince McMahon, had him reach out to her, and they struck up a friendship, which quickly turned physical um, when he basically, you hear this a billion fucking times, the man with the money is preying on a younger woman who is desperate and basically promised her a job in WWE eventually. Well, they do their thing, they have sex and all that. And he ends up giving her a job as I, as uh, something in the legal department. It was a position he created for yeah. her to work there. And that is when it went from a sexual relationship for a job to full-on rape and sex trafficking. Um, this is not the first time that Vince has done that. You can look at Rita Chatterton, all of the... And you can go back and watch the Attitude Era. Watch how he treated women in wrestling. He... No. 
you have a lawsuit with Sable. Sable sued yes. him for sexual harassment and also came yes. back to the company, unfortunately. But yes, that's Sable, happened. who is also married to, to Brock, Brock Lesnar, the alleged oh. person involved as a recipient. Yep, it so, all circles down the drain. So I'll skip all the history. Listen to tomorrow's episode again. I'll give you the full rundown. But it ends up his wife apparently finds, according to him, his wife founds out about the affair. He fires her. And has her sign an NDA on the on the grounds of if this gets out, you will be ruined because of everything you've done and all of the pictures and videos and all this I have. You will face personal ruin. Sign the NDA and you'll be protected from all of that. She had no choice. She signs the NDA. Oh, part of the agreement. I'm sorry. Oh. Please tell me that you're going to talk about the employment. The, if she needed help with future employment, no, I wasn't. That? No, I wasn't going to say. Go oh ahead. Oh my god! So part of the agreement that was made, part of the, the like the notes that he left in it was pretty much, hey, if you need like assistance with future employment, like you need a reference for a job after, because they pretty much forced her out of WWE. In yes, this, and then you know the three million dollar payout. If you need help with that make sure that you your, your contact person your point of contact in wwe uh, in the company is john laurinaitis john laurinaitis who is named in the fucking lawsuit john, because he's the other guy john laurinaitis who she claims and we have to say that because this is america this yes. is america and we have yes. to say it she claims laurinaitis and mcmahon raped her multiple times during business hours even in his office yes. when they would lock her in um the only reason this has come out, Hunter, you remember when the probe came out originally, they mentioned a woman who was paid $3 million. That was the whole basis of the probe. The woman that was paid $3 million right. as NDA hush money for an affair. This was her, Janelle Grant. Well, McMahon, as I say at the show tomorrow, whether it's because of his stupidity or his arrogance, stopped paying. He paid a million dollars and then stopped paying, which apparently violates the NDA and now she is able to file a lawsuit. So if Vince McMahon had just paid the money, he promised to pay none of this would happen and we would never know anything about it. It's very similar as people have pointed out to Vince McMahon, the promoter promising people in different territories. I will pay you this much for this and this much for that paying part of it and then skipping town and never doing it again. Except this time he was under a legal contract that he had to pay. it. <laughs> That seems to be a theme with people like this. Seems to be a theme. Strikes very similar to one Mr. Former President. Wonder where he got the possible next next president. That's the point. There you go. I I said it like Danny DeVito, but (laughs) I know you nailed you nailed it. And I get Kaz's. The other piece of this is like we talk about Vince McMahon and think it's not for him to be in to to be in this position for so long to have have left come back and they keep bringing him protecting him the saudi thing and everything requires protection and enablement and like i was saying before the show here i, I the slim jim and the other like uh promotions and stuff like that falling away awesome mm. but wwe doesn't deserve just a gut punch they don't need just a rude awakening they need fucking stomped into the ground in the back fucking alley until there's damn near nothing left well depending well, here, on who and, it was Right, I was gonna say I don't want to come across the board as like some fucking or whatever. But ever since ever since TKO became a thing, all it's a, of it's those a waters cast. got very muddy. Yeah. Right, That's true. it's a whole it's a whole different deal. And right, I, I mean you're not wrong in the sense that like if other people knew, it needs to come to light. They I don't I don't disagree know. with that, Past but I don't. You know, I think it's kind of like it's not exactly the same thing. 
But when uh, was it Bobby Kotick at EA that got accused of a bunch of shit? Was am I remembering that correctly? Somebody in a major gaming company That's got Cody. accused of some shit not too long ago. <laughs> That's Blizzard thing. <laughs> Maybe it was Blizzard. Maybe I'm thinking yeah. of Blizzard. Any, anyway, there were people who started boycotting Blizzard games because of it. And it's like, okay, I get what you're doing, but you're also hurting the people who actively work on those games when they had no knowledge of what was going on. They and could not, not the guy. possibly know that. And not the guy in charge, because he's still getting paid either way. Yep. Right. It doesn't right. matter. He's getting paid regardless. So and, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to go, hey, make sure you – I'm not going to end this with watch the Royal Rumble tomorrow night, 6 p.m. <laughs> on Peacock. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, but but you know no, what I'm saying. I, like, it, it, that's a fair point. The yeah, itself is not totally complicit in everything that was going on. If we're going to, because in this country, sadly to some degree, we treat cor- corporations like people. Mm. The company, quote unquote, didn't know. Now I'm certain there are other people in the company who knew, yeah. um, but a much larger contingency of those people who work for that company did not know. And it's not as easy as just going, "Oh, this was happening uh, at a level that I could not have possibly imagined." Well time for me to just quit my job and go hope for the best right and, well and it's a point, but i think un, unlike the blizzard situation where i'm sure there are other i mean there are other people that did some heinous shit at blizzard like wwe has a history of this shit far no, and vince wide. mcmahon has a history of no no, this no, no, shit no. i'm not talking about just vince mcmahon i'm talking about fucking murder suicides and and fucking like vince mcmahon this covered goal, it up ring voice yeah. you talking about snooker or are you talking about benoit that both. That, I mean, yeah, say, you, that's my point. There's a list Snuka of this shit that goes shit through and history. And covered it up. Uh, and Benoit was a whole separate situation. So uh, that, my that thing was a CTE deal. to kind of jump in and 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 to kind of merge some of these things. I get what Kaz is saying, and I don't disagree with him. I truly believe there are people in WWE right now that were part of this because if you read the lawsuit, and I have, and I can tell you, the lawsuit alleges not just John Laurinaitis. It alleges of executive producers, tech people, like all the way down the line. And some of those people could still be in there. But to to Hunter's point, also, we don't know if those particular people are still there. The question is... That's fair. The question is... They are not WWE. They are not the company is what I'm saying. But who knew that's still there? And the big question and the the name on a lot of people's lips right now is Triple H. Did Triple H know? Was Triple H complacent? For the greater scheme. Like right. I and, and that's where I agree. I do see where Hunter's coming from, but I, I like that comes back to the knife's edge. It's like, do you just like, well, we'll we'll like we're just gonna move on and for at the sake of the victims. For, I'm not saying that's what you're saying, Hunter. That's, please no, that's not. The, yeah, because it's not. Right. No, God no, God no. But that's that's the thing is like, if, if there's a history of this, a theme at WWE amongst wrestlers and techs and producers and and all the way up to the top board members that knew how many are still there. It's like. We'll probably not get to the bottom of all of them, and right. like at, at, this is a company unlike other situations where I I am of the mind which like the fucker needs to fall like <laughs> the yeah, whole thing but, but, because okay. I don't want to look past and ignore all the victims. Just but but the question is is. How can he fall at this point? He's already been pushed out of TKO WWE. Oh no, I'm not saying yeah. That's where I'm referring to like. Oh, the other much people. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, in fact, Caleb Trip itself just needs to fucking reset. Well, they did though. That's the big thing. Is like under so Vince, with Vince pushed might. out 
Uh, Triple yes, H, Triple H coming, yeah, yeah, legitimately, Triple H coming in, they hit a big reset. Well, a lot of people. Vince McMahon was the leader of them. No, Vince hasn't been he the leader not. since twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty 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 two. Then what did he on, just resign? From? He was on the board Sorry. of TKO board of directors. Yeah, the TKO board of directors, not even the WWE board. So TKO. Right. Okay, so TKO has nothing to do with WWE then. No, well they well, own it. No, but they do. They own it. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Endeavor, which is the the holding company that owns so, the TKO Group, right, created this this TKO Group that now has under its umbrella WWE and UFC and other like combat sports. Those are the two big juggernauts. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon was on the TKO board of directors. He was no longer directly affiliated with WWE at all. He was in the same way as Dana White for UFC. So they pulled yes. him out and put him in another position. They all right, so Cass, they literally well, they he, literally he pulled himself out and yeah, did that. that they, oh, okay. They oh. basically cuz he was majority shareholder of that company, they had no the choice movie. but to basically put him in a position and literally when he took over, they uh know. Ari Emanuel yeah. who and and I talk about this in the show tomorrow. Ari Emanuel who is the head of uh Endeavor, he basically took Vince McMahon out of all of his roles and basically he yeah. was a basic employee he had no power anymore but he I, was yeah, still I, feel like just, I, I feel like they took a priest and moved him out of this church and into another kind of yeah. but he but he did it to himself to a certain degree too because the quick gist of it before that is vince mcmahon was head of creative for wwe when he owned it basically mm-hmm. he was the the main guy he was head of creative and he was also the the executive director or the ceo or whatever of the board of directors right when the first scandal came to light in 2020 he resigned from creative. He did not step away from everything else because he was majority shareholder of the of all the stock. Yeah. So he steps out of the limelight for a while. Then they start talking about selling the company. We'll come to find out part of his deal as majority shareholder is they literally cannot sell the company without his approval. And to get his approval, he pretty much was allowed to vote himself back onto the board. Along with because, uh, yeah, so he's given up all of it. So they've taken all of his shares or did they he took still? His, no, he, they took his power away. He sold his oh, shares. So he still has majority shares. Right. Yeah, he, he sold his shares, so yeah. he, he no longer has, and now that he stepped down from the board, the only power he has in any way is that he does still own stock in the company, but if I understand correctly, he's not no a majority. majority shareholder, because WWE does not trade publicly anymore, TKO does, his, right. his, his, that's now the, the stock. His wait, basic so, wait, job, TKO is the public company, which is the only one that trades now, which was the one that he was on. But oh, he was on the board, but he was not the executive director and not a majority shareholder. <laughs> he, he was. Uh, you I mean? Like all of these fucking webs tie back to the same shit. He, he was basically in an advisory position, more or less. And TKO, right. um, when this all came out about, on a leash. yeah, and, and when this all came out, TKO was quick to put out a, um, and I'm trying to find it here. Um, I had to pull up a minute ago. Yeah, they they pulled uh they they put out a press release basically saying oh here it is okay so TKO put out a statement saying Mr McMahon does not control TKO nor does he oversee the day to day to day operations of WWE while this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company we take the horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally so basically saying that even though he works for them. Everything that happened with that with those people was before their team came in. They honestly may not have been aware of it. This is legitimately something. If there was an NDA signed, they may have been completely unaware that any of this had happened. And like Caleb, right, you're tr- talking, this was, this has only been going on. TKO's only been a thing for months. It's not even been a full year at this point. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's been very recent. And Caleb, yeah. um, where, where was it? Caleb Tripp actually just made another point I wanted to mention. Yeah, um, he said that. Where is it? 
uh, there are some reports, and and it's not just some reports. This has been official. I've seen this that TKO are going to wipe everyone out of WWE that was a Vince guy and part of the remaining team. Those who left when he retired and then came back when he did, which is uh, George Barrios. Although I think he's been gone for a while, and and mm-hmm. one other person. Yeah. Um, the important Triple thing to know: Evers already left of his own well, accord anyway. So that's Triple H. again, that's the one that everybody's going. What happens to Triple H? Because he Triple wasn't a, he H. wasn't a Vince guy. Famously, no, when, when, I, even though he is a son-in-law, he was not. They were at odds all the time about yeah, the way yeah. things work. That's why the creative is so much better now that Vince is gone and Triple H is in charge. Triple H they never once saw eye to eye on creative. Triple H voted him out. He was part of the vote yeah. that got Vince McMahon out. So um, if yeah. they get rid of Triple H, I think unless he was aware of what had happened and was and helped sweep it under the rug, it sucks. But you have to look at it this way. If Triple H knew this had happened... But there was an NDA contract signed between him and her. And then by him, I mean this man and Janelle Grant. There was nothing Triple H could have done. There was a contract. What could he have done? There's an NDA. If he spoke out about it, there's nothing he could do. So Triple H may not be guilty in this, or he could be. That's what I want to see what happens. And my fear is, is that, like Caleb Tripp said, if they are getting rid of everybody that was a Vince guy... It sounds to me like they themselves are trying to sweep it under the rug. They're sweep trying to sweep. Yeah, and I don't yeah. want that to happen. That is and why that comes I, back to my point where it's like if it continues no and they look the other way, they'll just sweep it away. Right. And then we're now, just back on to business as usual. From a corporate level, you Remember understand why. It's a very dark time in WWF, WWE's history. <laughs> Corporate-wise, you understand why they do it. That's what corporations do. They try to get rid of the problem. That's what they do. I hate it, but that's what they do. Um, This corporation acknowledged to the security, uh, the SEC, saying that Vince McMahon was a liability when this company came together. That was before this incident. Exactly. Yeah. That was factual known knowledge. So beyond the NDA, it was a known thing, a problem. Yes, and, but it and, persisted, and they let him, and they right. kept him. Well, why did they do that? Because it was easier well, to keep him. At that him. time, they couldn't do anything. It, and like it was, Vince, it, Vince was the guy in charge. And it was easier to keep him in a secret, like, okay, here's your job title, basically saying, here's your pity fuck, and keep quiet, and you can keep your position and your money, and that you're not a problem for us. That is not an option anymore. He is a problem. This story is everywhere. It's the front page of CNN. It's on every news channel. Um, hell, I even busted out my journalistic integrity to do a show about it tomorrow. This is not going to go away. This is something that is going to haunt them forever, and the question is what happens next. That's the important thing. What happens next? It's not even been ruled yet that she can talk about it because they haven't ruled yet whether or not the NDA was even violated. So that's a thing, too. Right. This could all legally be swept under the rug almost immediately if the jury, if the judge doesn't find that she can even go forward with this. However, the damage is done. Vince McMahon is done in the world of professional wrestling. The question is, to what end is he punished for his crimes? And that, yeah, right and there. this little thing that I dropped in there is the piece that I keep fucking getting pissed off about. Is I, I believe in everything that's being said here that like he will burn and it will fall away. But I hope this is the age that fucking makes me a cynic. Yeah. As you see, the bigger headline yeah. is about the one who could end up being the fucking leader of an entire country. A man who has what ninety oh, plus cases against him right now? Ninety one. And I think And I'm not saying that Vince will come back much. from this. I'm just saying this is indicative. Right. right. And that's what enrages me. 
Agreed. The, the, the thing I was going to say was uh, the big difference between those two situations, and obviously, yes, Vince McMahon could run for office, right? Let's say that he he also yep. agrees that he's done he with the fucking political but, analyst. But the direct comparison right now, the big difference is that the people can vote for Donald Trump. The people can't right. vote for Vince McMahon. He right. can't just be randomly, you know, again, yeah. I'm it goes sure back the, what Cody the, said about them in the crowds, rah, rah, and Vince. Well, that's okay. That's well, my. They, they can do it all day long, but it doesn't matter. But it that's my anger. That, to, that is my anger. That is, really runs for an office. So it's not, it, it's not a wrestling <laughs> problem, first off. This is not a wrestling problem. Everyone no. keeps talking about Vince McMahon and this not is a wrestling, wrestling problem at this, all. This is an American issue where people. Exactly. And it's not even a, it's not a Republic issue or a Democrat issue. No. It is an issue where people who have power and influence can get away with whatever they want. And this has happened yep. throughout time. That is why I want. I read the entire uh, lawsuit. I read every single bit of it, and I share a lot of that information tomorrow because I want every single person to know what he allegedly did. Because as much as it sucks to pay attention to Donald Trump and Vince McMahon and people like that, the moment we turn away and say, I don't want to hear it because it's disturbing, is when people like that get away with it. We have to hold their feet to the fucking fire. And I apologize to our listeners who thought Horse Time was going to be a fun show tonight. My apologies. Woo! All right, let's cut it off there. Let's cut it off there. Let's uh, let's try to enjoy our night in some way or another here because, um, and we're all on the same page for the record. We're all on the same page. We all want Vince McMahon to fucking fry, right? Like, there's no fucking doubt. Fucking A. Yeah. Yes. So, Actually, discourse I don't want to double click on one thing that you said that I just want to echo. Double click? It's not a wrestling thing. Yes. This is far more than a wrestling thing, and that just needs to be emphasized. It is. This is an American issue. It's not and even that, an American that's issue. All this I'm is saying, a, from my point of view, this is a humanity issue. This is, a, this yeah. is just humans. Yeah, this is just. We're humans. in a fucking critical time. I want to apologize specifically to Lindsay, who has been sitting there holding that cat, going, "I hate this. I hate everyone <laughs> that we're talking about," and I agree with you. Um, yes, I do agree that it's all fucking bullshit, and it's a social problem, not a wrestling problem. No, it, it's a social problem. Vince McMahon is Vince McMahon and Donald Trump both. They're they're not the sickness they're just a symptom they're just a symptom of the disease um 100 it's, it's it sucks but we have to talk about it we we have to sometimes and a quick plug i'll say it one more time tomorrow uh, i am doing an all-new episode no turning back um i wrote this episode out this is not a normal episode where i get on and i just freestyle i wrote this out hunter has helped me with it um he helped clean it up he helped me uh with the writing and it's uh i think it's going to be an important episode that's going to drop tomorrow uh, uh, other than that uh, thank you guys for listening. I, I know this is a heavy episode. I know, um, but it's it's a heavy story. It's a heavy story. I don't think we've had a heavy episode in a while. So, Not, no, we haven't. Uh, kind of feel bad. We started with that courtroom sketch. Now that feels <laughs> feels a little incongruous. Yeah, well, um, yeah, that's true. I mean, Who chose that one? My goal was yeah, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Yeah, I know. I wish I'd started drinking earlier. It all comes well, back. Let's, it all comes let's back. not act like it wasn't a good sketch. That was one of my it's a great skit. It's, it's, it's a good sketch. It's a good skit. And who, I, who is the who's the the football player who's in that? Who, what was it? It's a Manning. Was that? It's that? a Manning. But it's I forget. Man, it's Eli. Manning. Manning. I think it's Eli. Yeah. I think it was Eli. Yeah. Eli. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he did a fucking good job. He did a great His, job. The, the fucking face of the the lowercase. Oh, just the. 
It's, it's yeah. so good. And you can see him crack a smile every so often when he's doing the faces, oh, especially yeah. against him. Um, but he is very straight faced through most of it, which was great because like a lot of other hosts would have cracked up during a lot of that. And, yeah. and he he played it straight. It was good. I was rewatched cool. once again to try to end this on a light note, not a better note, as Tanner uh, got it right. A lighter note. Um, <laughs> I rewatched the episode with or the skit with uh, Bill Hader and um, oh, what's his name? Help me out, Hunter. It's the the doorman you skit. About the, oh, the doorman. It's not Bobby Moynihan. Who is? Oh, it's uh, um. Well, Bobby Moynihan's in it, but Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. I rewatched that in the very end when Vanessa Bayer is staring directly as Bill at Bill Hader as he's laughing his ass off, and she never breaks. She smirks she's politely. Lying. Yeah. Oh, it's so. It good. reminds me of because we've been watch, rewatching. It's always sunny. It reminds me of uh, uh, Charlie's going America all over everyone. Everybody's asking when he does the I'm rise. I'm gonna kick a little ass. I'm gonna kick the ass of the USA. If you watch um, uh, Caitlin Olson in the background, not she doesn't even flinch. Yeah, she doesn't smile. She and it's a continuous shot. They do cut back to the guys occasionally, but she stands stone faced the entire time. If you listen to their podcast, the guy said outright, there's a reason you don't see us during that. It's because we are on the floor dying like they could not. And also, I knew that they broke a lot in that show. But when you know to look for it, like you can see all the time. uh, uh, um, Rob is is laughing all the time. Rob McElhaney is basically laughing through that entire fucking show. Yeah, it's it's just it's pretty good. He's my favorite favorite part of the show, by the way. Like if I had to pick Absolutely. a favorite, it's Rob McElhinney. Absolutely, yeah, it really is. I, I want Cody to read the names from the group chat this week. Oh shit! Yeah. Ooh. Oh goddamn. So okay, uh, yeah. really quick, uh, we're gonna end with this. So I want to say once again, thank you guys for listening. I know this was a heavy episode. Heavy episodes are important. This show was originally built on um, my need to do journalism, and and this is a big part of that. And Kaz has been on that journalism journey with me since uh, college. So uh, I love doing stuff like this. Of course, Hunter working in radio did journalism. Cody did sports journalism. Lindsay has uh, was the uh, basically the I can't think of the term because I'm a little tipsy of Blogzilla 1985. Editor. So, yeah, editor of Blogzilla <laughs> 1985. So journalism is important to all of us. It is important for us to talk about these things. I will say once again tomorrow an all new episode of No Turning Back. I like this so much. I might go forward with this format. I want to talk to Hunter about it uh, after the show. Um, But it is a very important episode. I ask that you all listen to it. And not because I want the hits. I don't fucking care about the listens or the hits. I want you to hear what Vince McMahon has done. Before you start chanting, thank you, Vince, or defending this motherfucker in public, saying that, well, what he did for wrestling, it doesn't matter. Listen to what this man did to this poor woman and other people. That is tomorrow. No turning back with Shannon Young. We'll have it posted. Thank you guys for listening. And now we are going to turn it over for a lighter note for the ending here because this is horse time. This is the fun show. We're going to turn it over. Gonna turn it over to Cody. Cody, please that's, read. That's the next clip you need to get, Kaz. This is the fun show. This is the fun show. This is the fun show. Um, <sighs> Cody, will you please read the the names from the legendary group chat? From top to bottom, we'll start and run down. Right. Double H, the Kirk Waters Collection. Shannon <laughs> Young, Soup Can Duck. Soup Can Duck. Tanner Calvert, Battle Brothers stuff. <laughs> Kaz, Uncle Tom Khaled. God damn, I forgot Jesse about Kimble, that one. Stephen Craigbright. Stephen Craigbright. Get it right. Stephen Craigbright. Stephen Craigbright. Stephen Craigbright. 
Uh, Asa Gray is Orpheus's glasses. <laughs> <laughs> the worst fusion. The weirdest fusion, not worst. I love them both. Stephen Wright is, of course, wrong time prostitute. Uh, Zach Kurgis is all of these tabs are the ducks I have open. Parentheses are the ducks I have open. Important. Bob is a dry Josh. <laughs> still mud tea that fuck one made up. it a week. Mud tea yep. fuck up. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay is the girl within the horse. I love that one. Uh, Shelby Kimball is clean burning Shelby. I love that one too. Last but, last but not least, I, Cody Sandusky, your humble co host, Superman with sideburns. Wait, did you say Zach Kurgis? Can you say that one more team. time? That was us. Yeah, Zach Kurgis is all of these tabs, parentheses, are the ducks I have open. Important to note that that was changed from what it was originally, which was not English. It was not words. No. Yeah. No. All right. It was it was like super TDS. <laughs> it sounds like, like how I want to start talking now. Uh, anyway. <laughs> You're almost there. I'm with you. I'm almost there. Before tomorrow's episode, which, again, is extremely heavy. I am going to warn you guys. Like, I'm not kidding. Tomorrow's episode is extremely heavy. It is very serious. You may not want to listen to it if you... Um, if you trigger very easily it's i'm not kidding you need a content it's a a content warning it's a content warning um but before that go back and listen to this week's episodes we had a lot of good episodes we did the first episode the first official episode of pz85 plays hunter that was uh deadlands Mm -hmm. on tuesday that was a lot of fun um yes on wednesday we had an all new extras and epilogues where we talked about the changeling 1980 film with george c scott that was a lot that was really good yesterday we had of course after dark where we talked about our five favorite ducks it was a good duck draft. It was a good duck time. And uh, then of this show and then tomorrow again, no turning back, which is a very heavy show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we, we love you very, very much. I want to stress that we love you guys. We love our fans. Thank you, Michaela, Caleb, Noah, for hanging out with us in the chat. You guys are awesome. Um, if you guys want to talk with us live on the show every Friday night, Facebook.com slash Podzilla1985. We do horse time live. You can interact with us. You can give us your thoughts. Usually we'll not the air. this late. And usually not this serious. I had shoppers in my store 20 minutes after close, but they were really nice. So I didn't want to rush them. That's true. The shoe library. The shoes. I will take nice customers that shop late over what I usually have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's the show. Cody, since you are here with us tonight uh, and you have been a gracious uh, co-host with us, I will give you the final say. Cody Sandusky, take us out. And hopefully... No goddamn rain.